Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Pretty boy, Tony. It's Tuesday with Tony Cass on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, don't want to keep Tony waiting. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here hooking up live with Tony Katz for Tuesdays with Tony. Uh, a longtime mainstay on Monument Circle. Almost an iconic uh, brand, Starbucks, shutting down, citing safety concerns is one of the reasons for its employees. We've heard this narrative over the past uh, couple of weeks that, no, Indy's safe. This is a safe town. We've had 24 homicides in 24 days in October. I'm wondering what your thoughts are as, as we see that Starbucks... Uh, a relatively uh, liberal company that donates heavily to social justice causes saying, yeah, this 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 isn't for us. This is uh, not safe for our employees. I, I think two things, because you saw there that it was Rocket Fizz and Supremacy who were both uh, quoted as saying, well, we, we don't see any problems here. We're, we're, everything's safe by yeah. us. It's fine uh, by us. I don't know if that's because that they believe that or because they still need people to come downtown. doesn't matter how you spin it. The idea that, funny, uh, Starbucks never called the police and and said there was a problem it just looks awful it just looks miserable and this city refuses to understand that perception is reality and they have done nothing as a city whether it be the mayor's office or the city county council to counter the perception and they'll get mad at you guys right they'll get mad at me for noticing that's it's not our problem we're honest people you're the ones not doing anything about it not changing narrative not actually being proactive to make the city better the city's in rough in rough shape and you're the people who could do something about it you haven't and starbucks leaving looks disastrous and i'm glad you bring up the fact that there are some people that just refuse to open their eyes and they blame us for talking about it the guy that owns the comic book shop has ripped me repeatedly because i've talked about the crime on monument circle i witnessed a big fight on prom night for my son on a saturday night and i got the comic book guy basically saying that i'm making stuff up despite the fact that i've got it on video People are so wed to that big D for Democrats that they don't even want to open their eyes and acknowledge, yeah, this Democrat-run city has some major issues. Now, I don't think, I mean, because you brought him up, I don't think Doug, who owns the comic book shop, uh, Downtown Comics, is is wedded to a political party. I have never gotten that vibe off of, of the man in, in my life, in my conversations with him. So I don't know about the back and forth that you guys had, but I would find it very hard to believe that people would say, oh no, there's not a problem down here at all. There are, however, people who are wedded to that D after a name, and they refuse to accept the fact that there are problems. I've made the argument, If I, I may not be able to get you to vote for a Republican or a conservative, which is what I would actually uh, desire in terms of policy that I think moves a, a city and a state and a nation forward. But do you have to vote for these Democrats? Right. These Democrats have proven they don't want to run a city. 
So stop voting for these people. Vote for other Democrats. Maybe we'll have a shot. And, and here's the thing I'm hearing on a, on a bigger national level is that if you're concerned with the safety, if you think these Democrat-run cities are uh, unsafe and are violent, then you're a racist. That's what Krasner did in Philly uh, a couple of days ago. Oh, the district attorney, like yes. Krasner? Yeah. What did you, ah, think, what you think about that? I just said screw him. I don't know. What, I'm not sure I mean, what else am I supposed to say. It's the lowest hanging fruit. If you notice crime, you're a racist. That's uh, that. That's a ridiculous commentary. Do not use your eyes. Do not use your ears. Do not use your mind. The only problems are the ones we tell you are problems, and that's uh, the fascist Nazi Republicans. Everything else, if you should notice it, you're a bigot. That's uh, one heck of a way to live. I suggest we don't live that way, and we explain to our children and our children's children that people like Larry Krasner are putzes. <laughs> Tuesdays with Tony. Tony Katz joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel show. So we've been talking a lot about some of these midterm races in other states, because even though we live in Indiana, if some of these lunatics get elected to the House and Senate, these are the people that then control your health care and other issues like that. So tonight, Tony, all eyes are on Pennsylvania. You've got uh, Fetterman against Dr. Oz. What some would say is the worst Senate race in this country, but it also could decide the balance of the Senate. Fetterman's going in there, and it seems like his campaign staff is already trying to lower expectations <laughs> for this debate tonight. What are your thoughts? So if you read the letter that his team put out, I spent a lot of time talking about this today, because there actually is some concern that the Oz campaign should have going into this, because no matter how Oz answers a question, is he, is he going to be able to ask Fetterman a question? Fetterman's team has already said he can't understand the question being asked of him. NBC News has verified this by their actual reporting to which they were called ableists. So how does Oz act and engage here? And are they going to be told, are we going to be told Oz was so rude to John Fetterman. Oz knew that he had this stroke and look at how he treats him. Does he treat all his patients this way? There is a real uh, issue that Oz is going to have in threading that needle. And then of course, is there any level of rope-a-dope going on? You lower expectations Expectations so much uh, that Fetterman uh, exceeds the expectation. Uh, Politics is an expectations game. And then you've got that going. But if you read the open letter from the Fetterman campaign to the media, it's all about how, uh, you know, Fetterman's not a good debater. And Fetterman isn't good at this. I think the Philadelphia Inquirer wrote a story uh, about this. And this is where Oz lives and breathes. He's a 20-year track record on TV. And you know he was just selling snake oil to the American people. And you know he can't be trusted. And you know he lied about this. And you know he's a fraud about that. It was this attack thing while also admitting, yeah, he's a professional and yeah. and, and Fetterman is, uh, you know, not very good at this. At least Fetterman has, is debating. He actually, he's getting up there. Uh, Hobbs. Has over, he gotten up there yet? Not yet. Okay. Not then. yet. So I don't know if the expectations are now that if he just gets up there, grunts three times and farts, it's considered <laughs> a win. Whoa, 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 whoa. You think that he could have something coming out both ends? Very impressive. <laughs> But I'm just saying, at least he's debating the, the gubernatorial race in Arizona, uh, Carrie Lake, Katie Hobbs. Hobbs just looks like a coward, don't you think? Even here locally uh, with the Secretary of State, Diego Morales, refused a, a debate. Yeah, uh, the Arizona race is weird. Katie Hobbs is the strangest candidate. She wouldn't debate the primary candidates either. Um, very, very odd. She's a peculiar person. She comes across as very... Um, 
non-professional, I believe is the terminology, we, we, would, we would utilize um, super, super, super strange person. So as we get closer and closer to midterms, we're two weeks out today, Tony, what is the storyline or storylines um, that have your attention that might not be uh, national stories or might not be the number one story for a lot of people? Is there some sort of hidden story that you're fascinated with? Uh, I don't know if there's a hidden story I'm fascinated with. Uh, like, like, uh, give me an example of what you think is a hidden story, and then I'll uh, have an idea of how to play it. Well, hidden story meaning, all right, we all know that the economy is going to be the number one issue. I want to see, with exit polling coming out of midterms, how many people talk about January 6th, how many people bring up abortion, because I think it's going to be a substantially lower number than a lot of people believe. Oh, 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 abortion is not a mover in this election at all. Anybody who says otherwise is just lying through their teeth. Lying through their teeth. The polling shows it's between 5 and 8% of where people are, are at. This is an inflation election. This is a, uh, a cost of goods election. This is a security and safety election. That's what this is. Uh, and, and most importantly, I think this is, you know, 81 million people, they say, voted for, for Joe Biden. And of course, this is a nonsense number, not because I believe the election was stolen. I believe the election had issues. 81 million people didn't vote for Biden. A massive amount of people voted against Trump. And what they voted for was normalcy. And what they got was not normalcy. They're getting called a bigot every single day. Their kids are being abused in schools with this indoctrination every single day. They're not sure how they're going to be able to feed their families every single day. They want normalcy. And the Biden administration is the furthest thing in the world from normalcy. So they're happily going to swing back to the Republican Party in the hopes that stuff just calms the blank down. Uh, Tuesdays with Tony Katz here in the Hammer and Nigel show. One more thing before we let you go, Tony. Heard you talking about this on your midday program. Uh, Kanye West or Ye West. I'm, I'm going to keep on calling him Kanye. I, I'm not sure. Yay. I, I, it's yay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> dropped by Adidas. Um, is this cancel culture? I mean, he said some pretty anti-Semitic things um, and you were kind of uh, there's a difference here between cancel culture and then Adidas saying, whoa, you said some crazy stuff. What do you think? Well, first, uh, the, the anti-Semitism cannot be uh, denied. If yeah. you're going to play in the camp of, you know, Jews control the media and they're trying to silence me. Okay. Uh, I, I've been through that in my life. It is what it is what it is. Um, I don't think he should be taken off social media platforms. I don't think he should be stopped from being able to say all the absolutely awful, disgusting things he's been saying. Uh, that said, uh, that said, if Adidas is like, yeah, this isn't good for the brand anymore, then Adidas can say that. And so can uh, Balenciaga and so can uh, his agent agent and a host of others. He's gone toxic. He's bad for business. The idea that you can't do business with someone anymore, that's something else. The idea that someone shouldn't be allowed to speak anymore, that is the thing I oppose. And I oppose anybody saying that Kanye shouldn't be able to speak. He may be an anti-Semite, but he's allowed to be an anti-Semite. He's wrong, but he's allowed to say the words. Are you ready for a night with WIBC presented by Relay Indiana, my friend? Not at all. Not in any way, shape, or Good, good. You're going to go up there, stand there, just smoke a couple stogies and mail it in. You're going to look at your phone for about 25 minutes. If I can get away with smoking a cigar on stage, that's happening. (laughs) That's going down like you wouldn't believe. What's coming up with the big show tomorrow? Well, we were going to see what the results are of this Fetterman um, 
debate with with Dr. Oz. I I think that's that's a that's a big one right there. I think it's going to be kind of kind of fascinating how how that plays out. So that's probably the top of where I'm going to be, and we'll let everything else fall from there. He's on social media at Tony Katz, Facebook Tony Katz Radio. TK, thank you always. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.